Claude Weekly is proudly brought to you by Peninsula Co-op. At Peninsula Co-op, you get full serve for the same price as self-serve, meaning you can stay in your warm vehicle while someone else pumps your fuel for you. And if you join up to the Peninsula Co-op membership program, you can start earning cash back every year on gas, convenience store purchases, home heating oil, and even groceries. Join today for just $27. For more details, head to your local Peninsula Co-op or click on the membership tab at peninsulacoop.com. Everyone, welcome back to Claude Weekly. I'm your host, Malcolm Fletcher, along with my other, Ben Waterworth. Ben, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Sticky, yourself, you're feeling a little bit older now after your birthday a couple of days ago? Uh, yep, a little bit older, a year older. Uh, can't say I feel it yet, but uh, we're getting up there. You are. What are you now? 25, 26? Uh, 16. Yeah, 16, 16. Getting, getting close. Gray hair showing yet. Uh, not yet. Not yet. But, uh, yeah, no, hopefully that stays in check. I Look mean. forward to that day, my friend. Okay. Look forward to that day. But, uh, yep, um, here over at Claude Weekly, exciting times once again. Uh, you know, we got an update. We got another cohort coming up after, I think we got two more weeks left with the Cougars. And, uh, well, Ben, let's talk about it. Um, tell us our record, what we got going on. Well, six games in against the Cougars, of course, and uh, unfortunately for the Panthers, we've lost the last couple, so currently sitting at two and four, basically, at the moment after dropping the, the last two last week since we last spoke, and of course, three in a row now, that means sadly, but the, the positive signs are from the two games last week. They were both one-goal losses. They were both tight games. Of course, Thursday night uh, at home for the Cougars, it was a 2-1 loss, and then at home here at the Panorama Rec Centre, it was a 4-3 loss, so uh, good to see the scoring in Increase a little bit on the Friday. We were a little bit worried that the scoring had dried up for the the Panthers over a few games there. But uh, positive signs. I'm, I'm trying to be that real kind of like cheerleader type right now to say that despite the fact that we've lost three in a row, I, I think there were definitely some positives to come out of those mm-hmm. games. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, obviously, well, with the way that this is set up is we could win two games in a row and we'll be right dead even. Exactly. With the um, but, yep, uh, talking a little about scoring, uh, Logan Spears pick has picked up quite a couple goals lately. And a good update is Reed Fryer in his third game in the Panthers uniform picked up his first VIJHL point. So congratulations to Reed. And well, uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's start talking about uh, Thursday night there. Don't know how much of the game you caught up on, uh, but uh, you have the scores there, it looks like. I do, yes. I, I caught most of it. I, I, I probably missed about 15 or 20 minutes of it, but for the most part, I watched it. And uh, a very a tight game, kind of very evenly spread. It was, it was similar to our first home game I felt kind of where the, the the possession was shared a lot a lot of the plays were shared a lot and in the end this was the first game all season that the Panthers ended up out shooting the Cougars 30 shots to 28 ultimately fell short there wasn't a goal scored by the Panthers uh, basically until uh, Spears got the goal in the third period at that point the Cougars had gone up 2-0 but Spears got the goal back within 60 seconds and from those final five minutes the, the Panthers were on it there was great goaltending in the net by for the Cougars by Chambers there and it was both and Swainson, of course, got a, another gig in net, got a second player of the game as well. So he's played two players of the game in both of those. So that's where I think the positive signs are really coming from the, the Panthers is that after the 6-1 kind of shambolic loss, it came from that very entertaining and penalty-ridden game a few days beforehand. They'd sort of scaled it back, kept themselves in it, and uh, came away with a one-goal loss. And, and it was one of those games, I think, where it was really the goaltenders really kept the teams in 
in both games. I think that Chambers played a very, very strong game. Surprisingly, that he didn't actually get player of the game for the Cougars. But uh, mm. without him, I, I definitely feel as though the Panthers would have had a, a few more goals on the scoreboard. Yeah, uh, players in the game, that game was uh, the first start for the Cougars was Braden Blaise of the Victoria Cougars. He picked up a picked up an assist in the in the contest. And Connor Swainson, yet again, a great performance. 26 saves on uh, the 28 shots. And penalties and undisciplinedness was not at all the name of the game. Uh, penalties coming from Griffin Gilmore in the first period with a two-minute tripping minor. And then Zach Guerra had an interference minor. And that's about all she wrote in the for penalties that game. Six Second, days beforehand, Malcolm, you were here in this arena. There we were had 31 eight, penalties in I that game. I think the Panthers had 18. They did. 31 for both teams. We had two in that game. Yeah, so uh, obviously the it got cleaned up a little bit. Then obviously for the Panthers, uh, Logan Spears at 15.07 of the third, uh, like Ben said, assist coming courtesy of Denver Maloney. And Logan Spears, we were lucky enough to catch up with him, um, and you'll hear about that a little bit later on. He's got two goals in two games uh, right now from the looks last of Last four in a row. He scored in, in each of the last four games. Last four in a row. Yeah. I was just, oh. Christ, I, yep. just, I thought we were just talking about this week. He, okay. he's, he's essentially taken over our uh, former Mr. 100%, our captain, Mr. Waters. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing. Like, at, at that period, at that point, and then because he scored the first goal on Friday night, he had scored essentially all of the Panthers' goals in, yeah. in a short period of time before, of course, we got Denver and Tanner scoring the goals on Friday night. But, I mean, he's he's in hot form, as you said. We're going to hear from him very soon. But he's in, in very strong form at the moment is Logan Spears. So, and it's, it's good to see kind of we, – we're obviously missing Josh Lingard for both games last Last week, so a uh, bit of a hole missing there. But he's really stepped up to the plate, has uh, Logan Spears, which is some good signs, of course, with a couple of those 20-year-olds that unfortunately won't be with the team next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Logan Spears, 19-year-old, who, uh, like you said, uh, that's a good way of putting it. He really stepped up to the plate. You know, uh, Josh Lingard went down, and you know, I don't ever like to think of him as a guy that needs to step up to the plate. I think, you know, he's always there. He's always knocking on the door of being a, a top guy, not only in the team, but he's amongst, you know. Top guys, obviously, in this series so far. Uh, like you said, four games in a row. And uh, he did, uh, on on the website, I'm very sorry, but um, it didn't actually have the stars of the game. But we, I do believe for sure the Panthers, Logan Spears, was the player of the game. Pretty sure, uh, I yeah. I that's what it was. And he played, this is on Friday night, and he played uh, basically a period of that on a bung leg. He, he, he went down in the second period there, and uh, Will and I were thinking he might be out, but he came back out on the ice and uh, still didn't look, quite as strong as he was in the in the first two periods, but still held his own. I, I'm not sure if he did pick up an assist on Tanner's uh, yeah, goal. He, he did. did. He had two points. Yeah. Uh, two points on Friday. Um, how about we give you a little scoring summary. Logan Spears opened it up at 6.38 of the first period. Assists coming courtesy of Ryan Grambart and Reed Fryer. Ryan Grambart, another guy who had to step up. Obviously, Grant Gilbertson is centering that top line uh, uh, with uh, Tanner Wart on his left and Riley Braun on his right. So, Ryan Grambart Rambart stepping up, and they've been quite solid from the looks of it. And then uh, game was evened up there at 11.23 mark of that first period. Zach Guerra unassisted. And then Bryce Irwin would put the Cougars ahead by one at 19.40. Assists coming from Brendan McClintock and Spencer Golden. In the second period, just 36 seconds in, Jackson Esty scored coming from Brandon McClintock with the assist. And then at 13.03, the Panthers will come within one with Denver Maloney. Great goal. Just, uh, a great goal. It was a, a five-on-three goal as well, mm-hmm. basically, with five seconds to go, I think, on that 
five on three, so we managed to get it just in yeah, time. Yeah, just for the power play. That was yeah. the one at the top of the slot. He got it top right, it looked like. It was, yeah. And, and, this is, and what was fantastic about that is it was just kind of that build-up, basically. They had this five on three opportunity. Every single time Denver got the puck, he kind of – he had this little look where he's like, I'm going to shoot that. No, pass it off, pass it off. And it was just this back and forth, back and forth. And when he finally decided to shoot, it just went in. It just glided into that corner. And it was just fantastic to see because it was the most perfect timing for them to maintain the power play moving forward there. And just you just felt it coming. You just felt that something was coming from Denver Maloney because Will and I had talked during that game that we hadn't called his name that much, but whenever we did, something happened with him, and it happened with him with that goal. It was a yeah. great goal. Yeah, uh, I actually did really. You can catch it on the Instagram page, P Panthers VIJHL. Go, go, go check it out. And uh, assist on that coming from uh, Hunter Jensen. Logan Spears picked up his second point of the night. Then at 18.49, Cougars would go up one more with uh, Jackson Esty, and then Brendan McClintock and Zach Guerra getting the assist at the 18.49 mark of the second period. And eight minutes and 13 seconds in, the Peninsula Panthers... Tried to, tried the comeback. Tanner Wart assist coming from Grant Gilbertson and Riley Braun, but it was too little and too late for the Panthers, who fell four to three, to uh, to the uh, Victoria Cougars. It was positive that the Panthers were able to come out of their first game in a while with multiple goals. They had gone a couple of games with only scoring the one. They had a bit of a dry spell through some of the periods there, so there was a bit of a concern there that the Panthers were seemingly unable to get more than one goal on the sheet. But it's great to see Tanner Wart get a goal he'd also been quiet for a couple of games mm-hmm. as well so for him to be able to get that there and uh, you know the, the positive I think too was that the Panthers kept the Cougars from scoring on the power play they had four opportunities mm-hmm. Cougars had the penalty kill from the Panthers was great going into this game the Cougars had the best power play in the league they had they had scored the most and the Panthers obviously that means had the worst penalty kill in the league so that was key Panthers got one goal as we said on the power play but one slight uh, negative to come from it for the third time this year, the Cougars scored shorthanded. So uh, while we're having the the positives of, of the penalty kill, unfortunately for the Cougars, uh, for the Panthers, sorry, it's it's those shorthanded goals, and they were very lucky to get away with uh, killing the power play. I think it was a second goal from memory in which the Cougars essentially scored. I think it was about three or four seconds after they went back to full strength. It was it was oh, a really? very strange goal. That might have actually been the first goal for the Cougars Zach possibly Guerra? Yeah. yeah shorthanded Zach Guerra that was a short haircut okay, so it was yeah. the second one that went on that one so it was yeah it was it was a, it was a tricky sort of strange goal but the the final 12 minutes the, the Panthers really did control that final period and, and again similar to the night before they had so many opportunities great mm-hmm. goaltending again by the Cougars we had Anderson for his third game in net for the Cougars so unlike the Panthers where we've had six games each three of the goaltenders have had an equal time in net for the Cougars of course uh, they've kind of shared that around uh, a little bit less. Anderson having the three games, Chamber the two, and Wyatt, who of course we witnessed in the first game here, who played brilliantly, player of the match. He's only had the one game, so a mm-hmm. um, little bit less spread there. But uh, it was it was an entertaining game. It was it was one of those games that I afterwards it was just like wow that went by very quickly on oh, wow. Friday night. Yeah. So not all the fighting that we had the week before that seemed to drag us out for a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Cougars forward uh, Bryce Irwin is now tied for second in the league in uh, the point race. Uh, Josh uh, Pedersen of the Camel River Storm is in first with 12 points in his six games, uh, four goals and eight assists. And Bryce Irwin is knocking on the door with four goals, seven assists for 11 points and eight penalties. Or sorry, 
for penalty minutes. And I think the two, uh, one thing that now is obviously coming into play slightly given where we've played now six games and obviously a few of the other teams playing a little bit more, I guess, are those standings really now and kind of where, where things are at sort of uh, moving forward. And, and ultimately, of course, now with the Panthers sitting at a, a two and four record uh, in the in the South. And uh, unfortunately, that has put us at the bottom of the South. But uh, I mean, you, then looking kind of, it is a, is a very tightish race kind of from second down to, to last in the South, isn't it? Cougars clear on top with nine points, but uh, basically from second down to fifth, uh, only two points separate that. So obviously it's a little bit different for us because we've only played the one team, mm-hmm. very strong team in the Victoria Cougars. We're going to talk a little bit later about that being switched up a little bit for the second cohort. But uh, do, you, do you think it weighs much right now looking at the standings? I mean, it still is early, but we're kind of are moving into a bit of a period where we do start to look at them a little bit. Well, you know, obviously everyone's going to look at the standings after the first cohort. And you know that uh, I know the Panthers are going to have a two-week break from the looks of it. But I also like to look at um, I look at the point race here. And when you have so many guys tied up for one spot, like here we got, we got four guys tied for second place um, in the scoring race. This is all going to be leveled out. Yep. You know, it's not going to be so... It's not going to be such a drastic or so close in some areas. And, you know, after this, you know, you play the Cougars, very, very good team. You know, you could be... You could be you could be you can be eight or sorry you can be two and eight you could be four and four at this point so that's two different different uh, sizes of the sizes of the scale there so I think it's just going to be a matter of time you know two cohorts we should start looking at the standings and you know we haven't even gotten as far as north versus south teams we don't even know if we're going to be playing Cary Park this year yeah yeah exactly so yeah it it is you're absolutely right it's sort of a unique season these things are you know kind of might be a bit skewed with one side and then sort of even out as as the season goes along. Long. But, of course, we'll, we'll talk a little bit towards the end of the episode here about uh, our next cohort and how that's going to affect. But we've still got four more games to go uh, against the Cougars, uh, of course, and we'll talk a little bit about those very shortly. I think we're going to hear from a couple of guys right now, though, aren't we, Mr. Stickman? Who are we going to hear from? We're going to hear from Logan Spears and your head coach, Brad Tippett. <laughs> by TELUS Health is a virtual healthcare app that allows you to video chat with a licensed doctor from your smartphone. Appointments are covered by provincial healthcare and you can even see a doctor on evenings and weekends. Download and register Babylon by TELUS Health today. Hello, Panthers fans. I'm Malcolm Fletcher. I'm here with Brad Tippett. Brad, how are you doing today? Very good. Sticky, how are you doing? Uh, pretty good. So uh, we just wrapped up another week in the cohort with Victoria, and uh, you know uh, we fell twice, um, two to one, and four to three. Uh, give us a little bit of a quick rundown on both those games. Well, it was uh, uh, hard to lose games like that when you worked so hard. But I mean, if you drill down uh, with the lineup we had. Um, you know, as versus their lineup, they had a full roster, and we were we were short. Both, uh, you know, you lose a player like Lingard, and that's a big hole, and and then um, Matt Seal on the back. Uh, so problems are opportunities for other guys, and uh, other guys got a chance to step forward. And uh, you know, we lost two one goal games. We were shot away from winning both, and. Um, you know the, the, uh, the lineups on paper were certainly not equal. So uh, there was a little bit of uh, 
there, there was a, there was a lot of positives for us. Like I never left the, the building upset at all. Uh, I thought our young guys. Uh, we left the building better than when we came in both nights, and uh, I'm happy with that. Uh, talking about the injuries and you know guys a little bit out. Do you have a little bit of an update for us, or is it kind of everything up in the air at the time? Well, uh, the update would be there's probably no update. So, uh, you know, probably it doesn't look like we'll see any of them for the weekend. Um, maybe a chance we'll see Seal. Uh, Lingard's probably another week away. And uh, um, the thing of it is now if we, we play we play four games in eight days starting on Friday. And uh, I don't think they could they they would probably last four games so if we give them maybe a little bit more rest this weekend we might see them for the weekend after that and then they've got a couple of weeks off so uh other guys are nicked up a little bit more guys sort of with the flu and and Horks, uh he's got had this injury on and off for about a year now and uh we'll have to wait and see where he's at he's got a uh something in his hip that doesn't work right and uh i think uh you know he's gonna have to find a some some uh, some other medical advice and find out what the what's really the issue there. With the goaltending situation, we've seen you share the net with each three of the the goalies in the first six games. Is that going to be the plan moving forward? To just keep sharing the games between them and alternating them, or do you come to a certain point where you stick to one or two of them? Uh, you know, we, that's a subject that Pete and I haven't really even talked about because we've been so happy with the goaltending. And, uh, um, you know, we're, we're seeing other teams running into issues uh, where they've lost a goalie or a goalie got suspended and they're, I mean, they can't find another goalie. Uh, we're we're blessed with, uh, you know, three guys that can all play. It's, you know, it's like a major league team that's got uh, too many good pitchers. You, you don't you're, you don't really want to give one away so um uh you know once we get through this cohort maybe we'll probably sit down and evaluate things and talk to each of them and uh but uh the good thing is they all get along pretty good and uh they all cheer for each other and uh they've they've been good with each other they uh jump into drills they so everything's been good we'll just you know we'll probably we'll probably go the next month or so before we make any decisions four games less left now against the Cougars sitting two and four I'm guessing first goal would be to possibly come out with a positive win record or at least even it up but uh, what what are your main goals besides the the win column to come out of these final four games before that break and then heading into the next cohort um probably just want to uh a little bit more teamwork uh yeah you know there's there's a there's a positive side to playing a weaker opponent because you can you can you can teach some things a little bit easier and then there's a positive side about playing a tough um, uh, component to get the intensity and be able to play do things uh under um, uh, under a lot of pressure and so for now uh i think uh, like the injury situation has kind of changed the outlook a little bit like let's let's just get through and get playing as hard as we can play and start playing like a team and uh i mean basically we've been playing february and march hockey since the start with playing victoria our series has just been fantastic i uh and the intensity and stuff um uh, i'm not sure if we could play like this all year i'd be happy doing that 
well, fingers crossed we can. And uh, best of luck for the two games this weekend, back-to-back home games, and then out to Archie on Sunday. A different different week this week, Sunday afternoon yeah. hockey, right? Find out what's on TV on Thursday. Yeah, find out. Not show up there tomorrow night. Always a pleasure, Brad. Thanks for your time today. Thank you. Panthers briefly got it in the corner, got towards the goal of Spears, has it, waits, waits, scores! Wow. Patience perseveres, and it did for Logan Spears right there. The Panthers lead 1-0. Just seeing him maintain the speed and control of that puck. Zig left, right, and then boom. That was an absolute toxic play by Spears. Hey, Panthers fans, Malcolm Fletcher. I'm here with Logan Spears. Logan, how are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Oh, couldn't it be better, Logan? You've had a couple couple decent games. I guess you could say you've picked up five points in your last four. Uh, tell me right off the bat, what's working for you right now? Just keeping it simple, like going back to my old game from last year and like learning what I learned throughout my four years here, just keeping it my game and doing the best I can. Yeah, obviously, you know, uh, I remember at the start of the year, you had talking with uh, Fids and Denver. You guys, your guys' goals would you know, be right around a point per game. You've picked up five and six games, obviously, five points in the past four. Yeah. But, you know, uh, you've gone four for four in your last uh, last four games with goals-wise, uh, but uh, we've been a little banged up in the past weeks, and, you know, Ryan Grambar has actually hopped up on your line. So what do you have to say about that so far? What's been working through, uh, with you two, you three, I guess you'd say, with Denver on your left there? No, it's been surprisingly well. Like, Grambar, how many games into the season are we? Six now? Yeah, he's he's been doing his role on our right wing there. He's been dumping the pucks when we need to. He's just playing the role that we need him to fill there, and he's been doing great. Speaking about being banged up, you copped a bit of an injury on Friday night. Was your leg, what what happened there, and then how's it feeling? Yeah, the uh, well, I caught, caught two, uh, two pucks to the same leg in the same game, actually. The first one hit the back of the calf, bruised it a bit, but it's good now. And the second one, I stuck my knee out a bit, well, I guess it was the right amount, but just caught me on top of the kneecap, and that that one was a stinger. So yeah, I was saying some couple swear words and stuff. But. Do you want to share with those swear words? No, today no, no, not today. Just, okay, not today. <laughs> not today. Well, I mean, what? But then that happens though on the ice because I, I mean, the first thing is like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm not hurt, I'm not hurt, and of course they're pulling you off. Like, come on, we need to check it. Like, what goes through your mind when they start checking it? Are you are you literally just trying to go? No, seriously, it's fine. Believe me, believe me. And then you just sadly have to listen to the professionals who kind of have to look at that thing. Yeah, like I got hit in the knee. I like. I I knew I was obviously fine, but it just hurt so much at the time. It's like I hobble off and it looks like he's dying or he just got shot in the knee. But <laughs> like, I'm fine, but it just, it hurts a lot. So like I lay down, like just trying to catch my breath and Rachel comes over doing her job, obviously. I'm like, nah, just give me three minutes. Let me catch my breath and then we can have a chat. <laughs> yeah, obviously uh, glad to hear that, uh, that you're healthy right now. As obviously with being banged up with the team. Moving forward though, not necessarily personally, but team wise, what are we going to have to kind of continue on to kind of try and even up this uh, season? series well since because all the injuries we have we got to start playing more we got to be stronger in our own zone like defensive wise help with our d they're young they're new and just be strong in our own zone and they'll equal to a strong offense if we can get it going we need to get a couple more goals this coming few games well we talked to brad a little bit there before and he was sort of mentioning about some of the positives come out from the losses obviously three in a row not brilliant but he was talking about the positives to come out from that is that something too that you guys on the ice are, are talking about obviously you don't want to come out of a game and go well we sucked uh, how terrible are we we're yeah. never going to win you want to come out with the positives what are those positives that you focus out of a couple of losses that you can then turn into better improvement on the ice hopefully get those goals and get the wins the positives that we're missing four key players even the Though, like the two new guys are a major role in our team Josh obviously and Seal and both going out it just yeah no like that we're coming that close with a really good team with those four key guys out that's a positive on its own just yeah 
<laughs> now, I don't know if you watch the games back on Hockey TV at all, uh, Logan. Uh, if you do, I'm uh, not sure if you've been noticing my little subtle Britney Spears uh, hints whenever you get a goal out there. Do you have a particular favourite Britney Spears song you'd like me to mention when you score a goal next? I honest, I don't have a favourite, but I did, I do watch the games back and I love it every time. Great. Okay. Well, I'm, I mean, the first one I got told off because I was a little bit too obvious on the fact that I had to mention that I just mentioned a Britney Spears song. I made a bit subtle last week with the toxic reference, so I'm just... I, I noticed that one. Thank you. Uh, I'm just trying to trying to work a few that. I just wanted to check with you because I didn't know like with the Spears as last time. I know it's spelt differently, but I'm sure it's something that's come up every now and then. So it, I just it definitely came up a lot when I was younger, and then kind of slipped away. But now it's back, and I'm loving it. All so. right, okay. Well, I'm going to make sure to uh, to bring that in there. Uh, just looking ahead too. Uh, I know we've still got a few more games against the Cougars to come, but uh, West Shore Wolves next. Uh, at what point do you sort of wait until the two week break, given these unique circumstances, to look towards them, or are you kind of sneakily keeping an eye on? them in the in the background on a weekend maybe just seeing how they're going and thinking ahead obviously i'll look at the scores after every time like another team plays or look at the vijhl website but no just other than like looking if they won or not not doing anything until we finish the series against the cougars keeping it all focused against them and then once we finish against the cougars then it's all eyes on the on the wolves before we let you go one thing we should really should ask you we haven't actually had a player on since that little uh game a couple of weeks back 31 odd penalties i think between both you guys that third period went on for about eight hours i feel <laughs> what was going on out there what, what was happening what were you guys doing out there on the ice that we were missing up in the commentary box every little incident just turned into something bigger and just everyone just was getting so angry over like the smallest things including myself I was pissed out there for I don't even know probably no reason but you know we were it was just everyone just once something happens then you get more angry then something else happens and just all piles on and just boom <laughs> let's be honest though as a hockey player that must be the most fun type of games right that's when you can let it all out you've had all that pin up frustration oh bugger it let's go out there screw it <laughs> let's do it exactly especially in the third well you want to keep it before the last 10 minutes but in, in the third <laughs> period once everything as long as it doesn't start in the first period because then it just throws everyone off and everyone's like kind of looking over their shoulder and not playing their game but towards the end it, it gets it's exciting <laughs> well uh hopefully we might see it again hopefully we might not who knows but exactly. uh it's been a pleasure logan to have you on on the show today and uh, best of luck for this well weekend. thank you guys very much Great to hear from both Brad and Logan there. Just a few things towards wrapping this one up. We mentioned sort of a little bit earlier there about sort of looking forward to what we've got to come, our next cohort. We'll talk about that in a second. But, of course, this week's a little bit different, Sticky. Usually we've been playing the Thursday night at Archie Brown and then Friday night here at the Panorama Rec. This week a little bit different. We go straight to a Friday night game, a home game for us, so back-to-back home games before we go to the, the barn for the Cougars on a Sunday afternoon. Do you think that will change anything up? This uh, week? Well, who who knows? Who knows? You know, uh, obviously, uh, you get the extra day of rest, I guess you could say. you Because, you know, for the Panthers, at least, we practice Monday night, practice Tuesday night. And in previous years, we used to practice Thursday afternoon. So I don't know if that's going or not. But, uh, yep, Sunday, 3.30, the Archie Browning Center. Be sure to tune in on Hockey TV. Um, but... Uh, I guess we talked about the cohorts earlier. We are moving cohorts. Uh, We have a two-week quarantine break. We do. There is. There's a two-week. So basically the 30th of October here at the uh, Panorama with the last game in this 10-game series against the Cougars. Two-week break, and then it's uh, getting friendly with the West Shore Wolves for the uh, next 10 or so weeks. Well, given that I'm still a fairly fresh face to this team and still learning the ropes for those listening to this today who are in the same position as me, Sticky, give us a bit of an insight into the West Shore Wolves and what we should expect. Well, first of all, West Shore 
Baltimore Wolves are 3-1 and one right now, and they are standing right in the middle of the South Division. Uh, so uh, West Shore, obviously, right off the bat, I'll say it, every year they always are right on the door. They are always stepping right on the door. They are, they're very good. They're very fast and they're very skilled. They actually have two guys, Blake Bentham and Elijah uh, Goyer. You can rip me all you want in the comments about this. I cannot pronounce that, but they both are not going to, they got two points a game right now. Wow. So that just goes to show, you know, they got quite a bit of skill. They got Noah Taren, defenseman, who is uh, very good. He, he saw a lot of time in the Alberta Junior Hockey League last year, Junior A. So uh, he's going to be another guy you've got to look out for, Julian Cull, uh, Vancouver Giants signed prospect, 16-year-old rookie, who's already got five points in his first four games, including four goals and an assist. So West Shore, you know, you're always going to have to always gonna have to be look out for them. They're always, you know, right on the doorstep. You know, last year they were knocking on the door. Um, for uh, in the South Division, creeping up on the on the Panthers, who were in second place, and last year they had a a really good. They had a very good series, I thought. Um, uh, West Shore and uh, Panthers. Panthers ended up taking the series in five games, four to one. But um, it was a very fast. It was a very physical. And the worst part of it all, it did end on a it on a kind of own goal, I guess you could say. And it was a very hard finish. So this is a really hungry West Shore team. Do you feel that coming into this series where, I, I mean, I believe based on the, the law of numbers, how it will work is the Cougars will go into a cohort with Sanich and Kerry Pucks who kind of have this 3-1, whereas the Panthers are sort of the team now that, again, goes into a two-team cohort similar to what we've had. Do you think it would be better for the Panthers to go into that three-team run and kind of experience that, or do you think this will still benefit to have that three-team come later rather than have it straight away and keep to a two-team cohort? Well, I'm not sure if it makes much, even really makes much of a difference because you're going to have to do this again at some point and you're going to have to go to the three-team cohort at some point. So I don't think it really matters what order. I don't think it's going to throw anyone off. I think that having uh, the three-team cohort, you know, you're playing two different teams. You're getting, you're not going to be as you're probably not going to be as banged up. You get more time off too, don't you? Because you generally will have a week off Yeah, as you well. usually have yeah. the week off. Usually only one game a week instead of playing back-to-back nights, which is really hard on a player. You know, they're, some of these guys are in high school students, university students. You know, they need that rest. So um, I don't think this will make much of a difference. The real, you know, the the real season is obviously playoffs. So maybe having the three-team the three team cohort right before playoffs will work better. And also, I think, uh, I mean, the positive of those weeks off, obviously a few injuries right now for the Panthers, kind of a few players are knocked up, knocked off, knocked, I, I knocked around. I'll get there eventually. Uh, a little bit as well. So having that week off, say for example, had uh, Josh gotten injured and then there was a week off not going to miss any games you would say so there's a positive but is is a momentum a thing that you really feel is kind of more key than kind of resting because I mean these guys are used to playing obviously multiple games in a week so kind of for them sometimes I can imagine it is more about maintaining a consistency and a momentum rather than having one game having a week off coming back and playing another one because you kind of lose that I I guess a little bit wouldn't you well I think yeah a little bit you know uh, but I honestly I think after two weeks you're mean back in the routine you know uh, you got you always got to adapt for these sort of things you know um obviously this year we're gonna get a lot of things thrown at us and who knows what those things are gonna be but the 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 only thing is is just gonna have to be to adapt to the new team also not only just the schedule adapt to the that the the team you're playing itself you know who knows you know what power play breakouts all that kind of stuff that's gonna be the main thing is if you can adapt 
And we talked a little bit on the broadcast last week with Will. It's interesting to kind of look at having the Cougars first up because the Cougars are a team that you would expect to play in the playoffs at some point. You would hope the South Finals, of course, but, you know, who knows when you're going to play them. So it's kind of a case of, well, do you want to play them at the very beginning and maybe not play them again until the playoffs or do you want to get familiar with them right before the playoffs so you know what to expect? So this could be a similar thing with West Shore, of course, the side that we did beat in the playoffs earlier this year, last season. So it's kind of going to be an interesting thing to kind of go into this thinking, well, we might not play these guys again until the playoffs and unless they kind of throw a spanner in the works and they're in a three-team group with us because there will have to be another team in that three-team group. No, there won't be. No, I'm not doing the math correctly, am I? Because we'd have to have Sanich and Kerry Park. Never mind, ignore me. I know what I'm doing. But, yeah, but you know uh, where I was going with the first point there, yeah, I think. Yeah, we, we, we can we kind of know where you're going there. But, the, you know, the playoffs things, all that, I don't think is that's something that's just, you know, is, is you know, so far down the road. True. I think it's more like just, just you got to focus on now. Like, you gotta, we got to look at it right now. Like, uh, we have two wins. We need to get this third win before we can start thinking about the playoffs. Indeed. So, um, yeah, I think it's, you know, you, you play the Cougars now. We want to play the Cougars in, you know, the South Final, hopefully. or But we might have to play them in the first round, you know. Who knows? We might have to, who knows how the standings are going to fall. We might have to play these guys right off the bat. And, you know, we haven't played them in forever. And we're going to have to adapt. And we're going to have to adapt fast. Speaking of adapting, Sticky, uh, I think we can have our, our weekly segment right now. Let's let's play uh, an introduction here. Pizza Bursky Facts. Now, uh, this is our only segment this week. We obviously, the Cougars joke, even though they didn't lose a game last week, I'm still going to be nice to them and not do a joke. And our Aussie one we'll do for another week. But anyway, Pizza Bursky Facts. Sticky, I'm going to test these out. You tell me if you know any of these are true. Jack was nimble, Jack was quick, but Jack still couldn't dodge Pizza Bursky's roundhouse kick. I oh, I would not want to see the Pizza Bursky's roundhouse no, kick. No, no, I definitely don't think so. Uh, fears of spy, fear of spider, spiders are called, it's called, I really can't speak this week. What is wrong with me? Fear of spiders is called arachnophobia. Fear of tight spaces is called claustrophobia. And fear of Pizza Bursky is just plain logic. <laughs> I like that one. That is so true. <laughs> All right, this is uh, the the one that can um, end on a on a strange note, just like last week. Pete Zabersky lost his virginity before his dad did. Wow. <laughs> on that Who note, um, you had a good week last week, Sticky. Um, I did. You of course uh, had a birthday. Happy birthday again. Thank you. But you got to uh, have a bit of time with a certain. Legendary alum of this great club of ours. Uh, yeah, you know, got to spend a little bit of time with uh, Jamie Ben on Friday night. Uh, you know, he came up to Martin's practice. Obviously, thanks, Jamie. I hope you're listening. And, uh, you know, uh, hopefully you can come on soon. But, uh, yeah, I got um, I got a pass from Jamie Ben, and I put it right under the bar. Not a big deal, but I got an assist from Jamie Ben. We're not going to talk about how I did in the one-on-one drill <laughs> against him. But that oh, doesn't please, matter. can we? Can that we? Doesn't, that doesn't matter. <laughs> you um, wanted to fight him. Uh, tell us about how you wanted I, to fight so, him. So pretty much this is what happened. I get out of my car, you know, you know, like I'm out, I'm, I act like I own the place, you know, I'm the big man in town. And, you know, I, I, I hear, I heard about the, some, some guys coming out to my practice, <laughs> pull up beside this truck. This guy starts looking at me. I'm like, ah, who's this guy? Who does this guy think he is? New truck. I've never seen this around town. <laughs> Jamie Ben sitting in his truck right beside me yeah. with a hockey helmet on. Uh. And I'm thinking like, 
I'm going to drop this guy. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I hop on the ice. I'm one of the first guys on the ice. And, you know, uh, he passes me the, he, you know, we're, we're playing pass. You know, it's before practice. I'm getting the first drill. I'm like, if we scrimmage, like, I'm going to fight you. Like, I'm dropping the mitts. And, like, I don't care that. I'm a 15 year old kid. I'll even take my helmet off if he, he'll make you feel a little, a little more safe out there. But uh, no, he. I think he was honestly just too scared, and uh, unfortunately, yeah. we didn't get to drop the mitts. So Jamie, if you, if you, uh, it's on next time. You on come on the show, time. Jamie. It's on. Yeah, we'll we'll even rent the ice so maybe we can have a little bit of a tilt out there. Done. Oh, I um, like the sound of that. In, in all seriousness, though. What is that moment like? Like, I mean, you were you were a little kid when he was here. You, you met him many, many years ago before he obviously made it to where he is now. But what is that moment like? You said you're out in the ice, you got an assistant, Jamie Ben, but you're sharing this space with an NHL all-star, an Olympic gold medalist, a guy that was only two wins away only a couple of weeks ago from winning a Stanley Cup. I mean, what is that like? It's it's kind of a weird it's a weird feeling. It's kind of a weird feeling. It's like I'm actually really happy that this happened now and not so much when I was, um, you know, that age. Cause I think I can appreciate it a little bit more now. Yeah. I think I'm at the age where, you know, I can really, I really, I really just tried to soak it all in. Like I'm sharing, like you said, I'm sharing the ice with an NHL player who, you know, he, you know, he just passed me the puck. He just, he just chirped me about, uh, you know, the way I dressed, uh, coming in from the parking lot. And I, I just thought it was the coolest thing ever, uh, to be able to share that, share some moments with him. And especially with my teammates too, buddies I played hockey with growing up i think we we all really appreciated it more than the the friday night he came to the game obviously it was pretty damn cool back then but i think now i really appreciated it a little bit more two quick questions on it though do you think he's gone back to dallas now and he's gonna be like you know hey hey guys hey hey Corey, you know i i met the sticky fletcher stick boy from my old team like it's pretty cool yeah, I, I honestly, that'd be actually kind of cool to think, but uh, hopefully he remembers who I am, remembers my name. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, uh, you know, Tyler Sagan, if you're if uh, Jamie gets you hooked on the Claude Weekly, just want to say hi. I, I know I sent you a, a DM on Instagram when I was like probably 10, but uh, uh, yeah, you know, my DMs are always open, man. Uh, and yeah, if you're listening to Corey Perry, man, uh, please come back to the Ducks. Like, just such a better side. Come on. Oh, uh, uh, the the other one I'll ask you. Did you did you get the selfie? Did you get a did you get a pick for the gram? I I actually we got, I actually got one with all my friends. Ah. All my friends, we all got. Why a haven't I seen it on the gram, Sticky? Oh, it hasn't. All, all right, right. Well, I'll show. How about I just show you right now? All right, he's. I, show I, you right I now. like it when this happens. Uh, yeah, because so, so, actually, so I was on the the Panthers account on Friday night before the game. I think I posted the story, and one of the first ones came came up was obviously one of your teammates. And it's yeah. like, oh look who look who whoever it was bumped in in, in the arena tonight. Yeah. So uh, here I am. They actually picked the one. Of me when I was like mid smile. Right. So here, there's Jamie. Look at that. That's one for the gram. Come on, Sticky. Yeah, no, all, all my, all my friends. You know, we got out there. We coaches and everything. My buddy who broke his arm even got out on the ice. Oh, why wouldn't you? Yeah, why wouldn't you? You know, Jamie Ben. Obviously, not that big of a deal, but a pretty. Yeah, big yeah, no, just somebody you might have heard of. And in all seriousness, for everybody listening, of course, we are hopeful to get Jamie on the show at some point, and his brother, of course, too. We realize he's a little bit closer to home, Geordie. So uh, that that is in the plan down the line. So uh, plenty of uh, exciting things to come. But uh, I, I'm going to hand the reins back to you, Mr. Sharing the Ice, getting assist with Jamie Ben to close it out. I feel like I'm not worthy to ever talk anymore. But uh, I'm looking forward to games this week. Looking forward to having you back in the booth on Friday night with Friday Will. Friday night, 7.30. Hop on Hockey TV. Be sure to be a couple minutes early. Who knows? We might have a pregame show or something like Maybe. that for you. Who knows? But uh, yeah, anyways, for Ben, for Malcolm, until next time.
Lord Weekly is proudly brought to you by Peninsula Co-op. Purchase a car wash from Peninsula Co-op before November 15 and you can win free car washes for a year. Enter online at coopromotions.com.